You are listening to Interform Podcast with Ro on the radio. You're going to want to hear this. Welcome to Interform Podcast. It's me, your girl, Ro on the radio. I got a guest with me, Jenny Diaz. Is it Jenny or Jenny? I feel like I've been saying it wrong the whole time because I've been so, calling you Jenny. I say Jenny. Okay. But those names sound the same to me. Jenny. I'm going to be honest. Jeannie. It's not Jeannie. It's not Jeannie. It's Jenny. Sure. Or Jeannie. Not Jeannie. Say it. If it's not Jenny, what is it? Jenny. Jenny. That's what I said? Yeah, you said it okay. right. <laughs> um, Jenny, tell us why, like, tell us your experience. Tell us a little bit about who you are. And, and just so you know, we're talking about voting today. Like, does voting really matter? Because there's been a lot of, there's a lot of speculation about it, especially people, if this is their first time voting, they may not have all the facts. So tell everybody like what your experience is with the political landscape and like your experience with it. Yeah. Well, first, thank you for having me today. Um, I am the executive director and founding director of an organization called for AR people. Mm -hmm. And we are a nonpartisan nonprofit that connects the dots between policy Mm -hmm. and how it impacts people's lives. Mm. So (laughs) A really easy task. <laughs> Just yeah. kidding. Uh, <laughs> the the gist of what we do is we um, educate, inform, and equip our Kansans on how to be involved in the democratic process. So nice. A lot of what we do is we concentrate on what happens at the state level mm-hmm. um, and at the local level. So what's going on in state politics? What's going on in your um, county politics or your city politics? And why you should pay attention and why it matters that you turn out and vote. So absolutely. So like, and that's what I wanted to get into that as well. Some people only vote in like primary elections, right? So what, how do you explain to people how important it is to vote at the local level? Yeah, that's, that's really at the crux of what we do. So Mm -hmm. we don't do any connecting the dots between national policy and people's lives, mostly because we vehemently believe that what goes on at the state and local level is actually what impacts people more than anything else. Absolutely. Um, And so if you think about like, if, if listeners will just take a minute and think about like the top two things that are most important to them, and that can be, you know, whatever it is, is it reproductive justice? Is it, you know, uh, what your kids are being taught in school? Is it, you know, staying safe from gun violence? Mm -hmm. Um, those things really, and, and what it means for you in your daily life, that's decided at the state level. So mm. the people who represent you at the state legislative level, your representatives, your senators, and then also who represents you at the city level or the county level, your um, quorum court <laughs> representatives mm-hmm. and your city council reps, those are the folks that dictate you know what our laws are. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of these laws that are really oppressive and really harmful they were decided mostly at the state level in Arkansas. Um, Interesting. And so showing up to vote on a presidential year, you know, we get all kind of rah-rah about that because that's what our culture is. Um, But as far as practice is concerned, Mm -hmm. um, it's those people representing us in Arkansas who are Arkansans, who you may actually bump into at the grocery store Mm. or at a community event. Mm -hmm. Those folks that you can actually have a conversation with and look them in the eye and you know, know their first and last name and Mm -hmm. what they do. Those are the people that decide these things for us. So when you become involved in that process and you know those people and you can ask those questions and start 
paying attention to those types of races, Mm -hmm. your vote actually becomes much more impactful for what it means for bettering your life. That makes sense. So let's say, let's say I'm like 18, right? This is my, I'm not 18, far from it. (laughs) (laughs) This is my first time voting. What, what are some resources that I can use or, or go to that will help me learn a little bit more about the election? I mean, besides Google, because I know you can Google politicians, but, um, Who's to say that that's even accurate, right? I'm I'm thinking of like an a reputable, accurate source or resource for people who want to learn a little bit more about who they're they're voting for or what they're voting for, what issues they're voting for. Yeah. So if you're 18 and you're a first time voter, my first thing is to say, make sure you're registered. First and foremost. <laughs> first and foremost. You gotta be registered. 60 days before or 30 days? Yeah, the the deadline for voter registration is approaching. Now, I should know this off the top of my head, and I don't. I'm sorry. Um, But I know it's soon. Yeah, it is. So you can can go to VoterView, which is the Arkansas Secretary of State's voter resource website. Okay. um, VoterView.org. That will tell you whether or not you're registered. You just put in your first and last name and your address. Mm -hmm. And it'll also tell you if you are registered where you're registered, and if you need to update it if you've moved. Um, If you're here in Washington County, Mm -hmm. um, you can vote at any polling site in the election. You don't have to show up at a certain place on the day of voting. You can go to any polling site and vote in Washington County. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're in other counties, it might be different. So if you're in Mm -hmm. Bend County, you should go to VoterView and check where you're registered and check where your polling site is. So knowing where to go is often kind of the most intimidating thing I think for first time voters Mm -hmm. is like, what do I even expect? Like, do I have to check in? Um, Mm -hmm. And unfortunately we make it, you know, incumbent upon the voter to know these things. It's not easily accessible, which Mm -hmm. is frustrating, Um, but there are resources for you. So voter view is one of them. Okay. Um, Another one I'd say is um, your, your County website. So if you're in Washington County, Mm -hmm. you can just find the Washington County website. If you're in Benton County, Benton County website, Pulaski County, whatever it is, go to that. Mm -hmm. They have an elections page. Really? Yes. Interesting. And a new law that is on the books starting this year is Uh that every County has to provide a sample ballot for a voter. So right before early voting starts, that county website will have your sample ballot. So you'll mm-hmm. know exactly what to see on your ballot when you go to vote. You can study it. You can get a feel for who's running for what. You can mm. also get a feel for those ballot initiatives that are at the end. So those, yeah. you know, weird legalese things that are uh-huh. constitutional amendments that are not actually candidates. Those will be on the ballot. You can read about those um, and do some research on your own to get familiarized with what to expect. Wow. Thank you. That is incredibly helpful. I wish I had that when I was 18 many moons ago. Wish we had the internet then. <laughs> right. The interwebs. Um, why do, Why would you say it's important for um, black and brown and LGBTQ communities to vote? I know it's important for everyone to vote, but why specifically is it important for those communities to vote? Yeah, well... You know, people in black and brown and LGBTQ communities know how much representation matters. And Absolutely. We talk about that in contexts like business and education um, and community representation, but that means government representation, mm-hmm. you know? And if we're talking about the people who are making laws, we definitely want to ensure that if we're members of those communities, that we have representation mm-hmm. that is going to help our lives become better and not worse. Exactly. And 
unfortunately, in Arkansas, <laughs> we have a history of electing people who um, ignore the needs of historically oppressed communities and mm-hmm. marginalized communities. Um, we have not really an equitable um, representation of our state and our state's population. So when we are members of black and brown and LGBT communities and we don't vote or we aren't exercising our responsibility as voters, what we're doing is we're ceding that power to other people. We're ceding power uh, to to the people who are not part of those communities. Uh-huh. And we're saying, well, I'm okay with, you know, the old white dudes running everything. They make right. great decisions. Well, you know, they don't. So mm-hmm. let's make sure that we show up, that we're voters if we're members of those communities, because then we are diluting the power of those who have oppress those communities in the past Mm -hmm. and we're saying no this responsibility lies with me this ownership is mine yeah this is my political process this is my state government i'm here to say you can't ignore me i didn't even think about it like that when you don't vote you're basically saying like i'm okay with the way things are let's just i trust you to make the right decisions which we obviously don't so if we want to um have some sort of outcome if we want to have some sort of voice then i think voting is extremely important for those um, communities. So you think about the myths of like the electoral college, right? Everyone says, you know, your vote doesn't matter. The electoral college decides your vote. And then me personally, I think of the overturning of Roe versus Wade. It's like, yes, I I voted and I did my part and everyone's done their part and we've made so so much progress over the years. And then we just get, you know, kicked back a million steps. So with those things in mind, how do you keep people motivated to continue to vote? Because sometimes when those things happen, it just makes you feel extremely hopeless. And and why would you say, what is the motivation? Like, how can we motivate people to, with those things that have happened to want to vote? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's heavy and yeah. it's, it's valid. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, just going back to what you said about ceding the power and like when you don't vote, you're saying you're okay with basically. And, and there's, there's valid reasons for feeling hopeless. Mm-hmm. There's valid reasons for feeling like your vote doesn't matter. Right. And so the argument that we make at 4AR people is that, well, let's start small because mm-hmm. when we're thinking small, your vote actually has a really large ripple effect. And so, yeah, I mean, the electoral college, it's kind of bullcrap. Like mm-hmm. your vote doesn't really have a lot of power nationally when mm-hmm. you're thinking about how many electoral votes Arkansas gets. Right. Where your vote has a lot of impact is at your state level. Mm-hmm. And again, those state policies, like a full-on ban on abortion, mm-hmm. was decided at the state level. Mm-hmm. So the overturning of Roe did not ban abortion. Mm-hmm. The overturning of Roe gave states the power to dictate how they interpret that law or how they want to you know, effectively have abortion or not have abortion or restrict abortion. Mm -hmm. And so what happened in Arkansas, as soon as Roe was overturned Mm -hmm. by SCOTUS, there was a trigger law that went to effect because a couple years ago, some extremist lawmakers got together and said, hey, you know what? If Roe ever is overturned, we're going to have a law that takes effect immediately that full on bans abortions, no exceptions. Mm. Doesn't matter. And so, again, it's those people at the state level Mm -hmm. that have decided that for Arkansans, that have dictated 
who has access to what. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the state legislators have dictated, you know, what happens to a person's body. Yeah. And that is where your vote has a really huge matters. impact. Yeah. yeah. And has and affects your life and your choice. So when you see that choice to go vote, basically it's like going, well, I'm cool with these guys saying whether or not I can control my own body. Exactly. And so that's where we want to connect the dots for people is that it can feel really hopeless, mm -hmm. but you get that hope back every time you show up at the ballot box. Well, you just educated me because I think what we can do is just take that whole myth about the electoral college out. Right. Because I feel like when people start talking about it, it's like my vote is not going to matter anyway, because the electoral college is just going to decide whatever they want to do. But it starts at the local level. That's why it's important to vote in your local elections. I think people, they are, they are thinking a little bit too broadly and thinking like, um, as far as like national elections, that it's like, that's not going to matter. But it gets to that point by voting in your local elections. That makes so much sense. You're giving, you're giving me the, giving me all the tea. Now I've heard like some of my own family members and peers say things like, you know, one vote doesn't matter. Like if we're having a conversation about voting, if someone sees like my voter sticker, cause I'm going to post it for sure. <laughs> um, they're like, and I'm like, did you vote today? You know, just trying to keep people motivated. And they're like, I mean, no, but like voting doesn't, one vote doesn't matter. But think about it's That's probably not the only person who thinks that if it's like a thousand people that say one vote doesn't matter, it definitely matters if a thousand people think that way. Now, there's several different reasons why people say that, right? There's maybe they're not eligible to vote. Like maybe they're a convicted felon. Maybe, you know, they just think of it as an inconvenience. Maybe they don't think it's actually going to count. How do we move past those like challenges with people who say, you know, one vote's not going to make a difference. One vote's not going to matter. Well, let me go back to those handful of extremists that have really dictated a lot of this harmful policy in mm -hmm. Arkansas. Um, there are some state races. So those senators and those representatives for Arkansas, those, some of those races were determined by 16 votes, mm. 27 votes, 32 votes. I mean, we are talking about way less than a thousand. Yeah. We're talking about fewer than 50 and you know, I don't know about you, but I probably know 16 people For sure. I could have called and said, hey, reminder, can you go vote today? And that group of extremists really are given so much more power because they have a super majority in the state legislature. So if one party can get a few more people elected, mm -hmm. then that super majority just becomes a simple majority. And they have to start negotiating with the other side. So when one side is given an extreme amount of unchecked, unfettered power, they run amok. Mm -hmm. And that's been what's happened. And as a result, we have a full on ban on abortion. No, no exceptions. We also have a law that is now being tied up in court because it's pretty much unconstitutional. But that law says that trans youth cannot access gender affirming health care in the state of Arkansas. Um, we have all kinds of really harmful policies that are impacting our Kansans right now. Mm -hmm. How much our teachers get paid, whether uh. or not our public schools are funded, you know, how long it takes up a, a firefighter to get to your house in a case of emergency mm. that's determined by 
city budgets, which is determined by state funding. Mm -hmm. um, so all of these things that actually have really meaningful impact, can you access healthcare in your community? Has your hospital closed? Mm -hmm. um, these are really important things for our lives, for mm -hmm. how good or how bad our lives are. Um, politics is really just who gets what, when and how. That's all politics is. So when mm. people say, I don't like to be political, right? it's it's kind of like, I get what they're saying. They're sure. saying we don't like to be caught up in the extreme rhetoric. We don't like the vitriol. Mm -hmm. We don't like the hatefulness. I am with you. Mm -hmm. um, but politics itself is really important because it just means what do you get? What does your community get? What do your people get? Mm -hmm. You know, what does your school get? Um, and when do you get it? And who's deserving of what? Mm -hmm. And when we don't when we don't exercise our responsibility as voters, um, we're saying like, hey, I'm cool with other people determining that. I'm mm. cool with just a few people determining that or these people determining that. Right. And so that's why that one vote matters. That's mm -hmm. why your one vote matters so much is because you can actually change the outcome of things. Yeah, um, when you put it like that, 16 and 27 16. votes. 16. Man, that is... That is really, it puts things into perspective. Well, how do you deal, how do you deal with people who, because I know my dad and, um, you know, that generation has an extreme uh, distrust of mm. politicians in, in general. Fair. <laughs> and so it's like, you know, that's another hurdle when it comes to voting or even wanting to have more political education on who to vote for and what to vote for. They don't trust politicians. They don't trust them to, because when they're they're going on campaigns, it's like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And it's like, are you really going to do it? Or is it just to get elected and then you're not, you're going to forget all those promises. How do you get past that hurdle of reasons why people don't vote? Yeah, great question. And I mean, again, totally mm -hmm. fair to be uh, distrustful. Sure. Um, and to ask hard questions and to, mm -hmm. to demand excellence and due diligence from our elected leaders. You know, one of our projects with four AR people is called on AR watch on our watch. And mm -hmm. what we do is we um, are a watchdog group that keeps track of what happens um, at the state legislative le level with our leaders. We hold them to account. We report on whether or not they're behaving <laughs> badly okay, um, or, you know, owning up to their promises. And then we remind people that the ultimate form of accountability is at the ballot box. So mm. our state legislators, they are um, the representatives in the, in the state house. They're mm -hmm. in, in session for two years. That's it. Um, they get two years to try to make good on their promises. And if they don't, you get to vote them out. Um, Aha, so that is, that is, a great, that is a great form of accountability. Yeah. Um, another form of accountability is, is just to remember that again, at the local level where your vote has a lot of impact, you can, you can call these people, their phone numbers are on the, the state government's website. Um, it's public information. They don't have staff. It's not like you can call them and you're going to get some, you know, intern. That was going to be my mm -hmm. next question. Like, am you, I going to get an answer machine? I mean, you, like... you'll get their, you might get their voicemail if they're okay. chicken, you know, but, <laughs> but it is their personal voicemail. They cannot ignore you. Wow. They live in the district in which they represent you. Like you're probably going to bump into them somewhere at some time at a yeah. football game, at a community event. So like corner those people, right. demand answers, ask them their stances on these issues they really should not be able to weasel their way out of it. Um, if they have, it's just because we've been disengaged. Mm. So let's hold their feet to the fire because wow. we can. We have more like power than I thought we did. We do. I really just thought it was, you know, you, 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 you get what you get. You don't throw a fit. You know what I mean? Mm. I didn't realize that 
we had so much power, especially, you know, at the local level. Yeah. What are some things that maybe we haven't discussed that you want people to know about voting that they may not otherwise know? I mean, you shared a lot of stuff with me that I didn't know. Um, so what what else would you say? Like and we're talking to probably new voters. Mm-hmm. What would you say to them that they may not know about the voting process? Yeah, well, I would say the voting process is different at every county. Okay. So be sure that you're informed based on the county in which you live. So check your county website. Um, they have people who are on election staff year round. You can call any time of year and ask questions. It is their job to answer them. Really? Okay. You can bother them. They will not be put out. They are wonderful, lovely people. So you can call and talk to a literal person and have questions yes. about. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Um, I think another thing is to to realize that there is more than just candidates on the ballot. There are issues that also get put on the ballot. Mm-hmm. So there are um, issues this year that will be on the ballot um, that ad- address constitutional amendments. Mm-hmm. So some of these things have been put on the ballot by citizens. Mm-hmm. Um, any citizen can propose a constitutional amendment. Yeah. Um, How and- do you? Yeah, you got to get signatures and then it has to go through this whole process. Oh. But but any person can actually propose legislation and put it on a ballot. Um, and so that's what's going to be on the ballot this year is um, a couple of different issues. So you can go to, uh, I don't know the website off the top of my head, but mm-hmm. the University of Arkansas Agricultural Division has a public policy center. So if you just Google University of Ar- Arkansas Agriculture Public Policy Center, it should pop up. And mm-hmm. they do really great education, nonpartisan, unbiased education on that ballot initiative process. Mm -hmm. And they'll have for you summaries of what each of those are going to be for this year. And again, you'll also have that on your sample ballot if you go to your county website once they have that up. So you can read through those. You can go to that Public Policy Center's website and learn what these are. They'll explain it in Hmm. regular language, not like the legalese that the lawyers use to try to confuse voters. so just know that there are tools there. You can ask questions. You can familiarize yourself with groups like the League of Women Voters of Arkansas mm-hmm. um, or civic engagement groups like Get Loud Arkansas, where, where they equip and educate voters on um, the voting process so that mm-hmm. people really feel um, empowered, empowered yes. and, and capable. And, mm-hmm. and to also remember that like, it's okay to be overwhelmed by it. Yeah. Um, but there are resources out there and like, let yourself <laughs> inform yourself um, and like, take that leap of faith and mm-hmm. take that step of ownership instead of staying home because mm-hmm. you'll, you really will feel better. It, mm-hmm. It's a nice check to that feeling of hopelessness and dread. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, if you're feeling hope, hopeless right now, I would say the best thing that you can do is make a plan to vote. Mm -hmm. and stay and get informed yes thank you so much we'll tell everybody where they can reach you or where they can find out about for our people yeah so for arpeople.org is where you can sign up for our website Mm -hmm. we um provide these snippets and digestible formats for people to know what's going on at the state and local level we'll tell you about issues that matter Um, And we'll also give you a tool so you can become involved. If you're unhappy with where things are, Mm. we'll give you tools so you can change that. Mm -hmm. Um, And that extends beyond voting. You know, we provide ways where people can attend rallies. They can sign petitions. They Mm -hmm. can 
you know, call particular elected leaders. So we, we provide that, um, you know, action item that extends beyond, beyond the ballot box, but most importantly is, is being a voter and and making a plan to vote. So for ARPeople.org, we would love for you to check it out and become involved. Do you have a Instagram for our people? We or do. Facebook? We, we have we have all of the above. We've um, for AR people one is our Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, we do a lot of rapid response reporting on those sites as well. So oh. we're definitely heavily engaged in social media. So if that is your preferred means of consumption, mm-hmm. um, we welcome your follow there. Thank you so much, Jenny. I'm Ro. That was uh, Interform podcast. Make sure you check out our website. It's interform.art. You can find me on Instagram. It's R-O underscore on the radio, all one word. Thank you so much, Jenny. Thanks for having me. You are listening to Interform podcast with Ro on the radio. You're going to want to hear this.